Okay, today's Almud is in memory of Chaya Sarba Shmuel Matarifka. We're starting it off Tedvav Manalaf. The Gemara is discussing, yeah. Gemara is discussing that there were eight descendants of Rachab who were Nivi'im. The Gemara says, Bishlama inhu Mifrishay. It makes sense that they, meaning they, the sons, a lot of the cases we had, it was four sons and four fathers. So they are explicit. But their fathers, from what do we know that their fathers were Nivi'im? Bless you. Kidu'ula, in accordance with Ula. The Amar Ula, Koma Kom Sheshmo Beshem Aviv, Niviut. Anytime you have the mention of a person's name and the name of his father when it comes to prophecy or being a prophet, the Yadua Shehu Navi Ben Navi. Okay, you know that he's a, a, a Navi, the son of a Navi. That's why the, the Tanakh goes out of its way to mention the father's name. Explicit. Shmo velo Shem Aviv, if you have his name and not the name of his father, Navi, velo ben Navi, that he himself is a prophet, but he is not the son of a prophet. Shmo Vishemiro, if he has his name and the name of his city, Biforash, uh, explicit, Biadua Shahu Meota Ha'ir, and you know he's from that city. Shmo velo Shemiro, what, that's super obvious? It's four for the next line. Shmo veloshem iro v'yadu shehum Yerushalayim. It has no name associated, so the default is Yerushalayim. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no one's laughing now. Okay. All right. V'madnita Tana. It was taught in a b'raita. All right. Guys, it's really long going. You want anyone whose actions and his father's actions are satum, so if they were hidden but the, but the scripture goes out of its way to detail one of them for praise Kegon, for example in Sephania I'm sure you guys most of you guys have uh, studied Sephania Kegon Devar Hashem El Sephania Ben Kushi Ben Okay, then Tzadik Ben Tzadik. Then you know he's a Tzadik, the son of a Tzadik. That's sort of that's what's implied by sort of like highlighting one specific good thing that someone did. For any time the Torah or the scriptures, the Torah, the Tanakh, the scripture um, um, highlights literally details uh, one particular thing for Gnai uh, disparagement. And that was to kill Gedalia, right? Like some Gedalia. And that tells you that he is not just a Rasha himself, but he's a Rasha ben Rasha. Oh, so we know he's a Rasha, and he gives all of his lineage, and we know he's a Rasha ben Rasha. And yeah, it's telling you specifically, like uh, in one particular pasuk, yes. Okay. Now, Amma Rav Nachman Balachi ze Mordechai. So Rav Nachman now says that Malachi, who we just mentioned, right? Let me mention Malachi. So he is Mordechai. He in fact is Mordechai. Um, one second. Yeah. Okay. So whenever the Gemara does this, it sort of asks this question: Why do you? Why do we call him Malachi if he's really Mordechai? Shaya Mishne Lamelech. So Malachi, Melech. He was like a second in command to the king. So Melech, Malachi. Get it? Metabase. Gemara asks a Kushia. I don't think this is true because look what it says: Baruch ben Neria, Ustraya ben Maasiya, or should really say ben Machasiya. I think yeah, Machasiya. Ve Daniel umordechai Balashan ve Chagai zechariel Malachi kulan nidabu b'shnat shtaim ledaryavish. So the Brayta tells us that all these Nevi'im prophecy during the second year of Daryavish. But notice, please, that the two of the people mentioned are Mordechai and Malachi. So that indicates that they are in fact two different people. Ti Yufta. So that is a knockout 
on that statement of Rav Nachman. Okay, so good try, but didn't work. Tanya, knockout, yep, rejected. And there's not a valid opinion in the end. Tanya, we learned it right now, remember, just as a side point, Amoraim are not required or expected to necessarily know all the brightas. And you have to know all the Mishnayot. That's an assumption they know every Mishnah. But it's not necessarily the assumption they know all brightas. So even though he can have an opinion that makes sense, it could be that they discover a brighter later on that sort of rejects that opinion. And it's not like he was like being dumb. He just wasn't aware of the brighter. So when he was made aware of the brighter, or had he ever been aware, made aware of the brighter, he would have also taken back the, the, the position. Okay. Tanya, we learned the brighter. Amr Mishu ben Korcha, Malachi ze Ezra. Okay, Malachi is Ezra. Malachi Shamo. Chachamim say, no, it's not Ezra. His name is Machi. That's actually his name. He just, Malachi is Malachi. All right. So Amar of Nabra come on to Amar Malachi is Ezra. It makes a lot of sense to say that Malachi is Ezra. Why? One second. I don't think it should be Rav Nachman, right? Because Rav Nachman was the one who said Malachi is Mordechai. So if you look in the side, it says, there's another gear that says it's Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, which makes a lot more sense. Because it wouldn't, you know. When it says that Malachi is his name, could it, see, not, could it also be saying that you're like, it's, instead of Malachi being Ezra, Ezra is Malachi? Uh, could be. It could be. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I don't think the Gemara goes on to that point. I think it means that he just straight up Malachi. I do think it is. What's but. the motivation for saying this person's actually this other person? Oh, well, you'll see, and this one actually works out nicely. Um, but I think, generally speaking, we like to link people up and have different names. Like there's a, We sort of like to sort of... Yeah, I mean, like, that, that works better in terms of when there's someone's unnamed, then we like to find who they are. When someone is named, we find who they are. I think if you see similar things, then we say, oh, that seems like, hmm, seems like they're kind of the same person. You know, maybe it could be like... I don't know. It just seems unnecessary. Uh, guys, you'll see this one, you'll see it's pretty good. Uh, so it says like this, it says in the Yehuda was like um, rebelling, like treacherous. And an abomination was done in Israel, Ubi Yerushalayim, and in Yerushalayim, that Yehuda has um, uh, profaned the holiness of God, Asher Ahev, that he loved, Uba'al bat el nechar, and he had relations with the daughter of a foreign god, meaning he had relations with uh, other women, women from other nations. Uman, so that's the that's the that's the criticism of Bnei Israel by Malachi. Uman afrish nashim mochriot, and who sort of separated out foreign women? Who made which of the neviim made a big deal about intermarriage? You know who it was. Ezra, you got it exactly right. We sort of uh, to be moel, like you trespassed or sinned against Hashem. And we like settled with foreign women. So you see that Ezra and Malachi were both concerned with this same issue. So maybe that's the link. I think that they found. Okay, Tanu Rabbana. We learned in the Brayta Arba Nashim Yefefiyot Hayuba Olam. There are four beautiful women in the world. Uh, I should say here um, Sarah, Rachel, Va'Abigail, Ve'Esther. Okay, those four. Ulaman Amar Esther Yerak Rokadaita. Remember that opinion we saw earlier that Esther was green. So that right, we said that she was very plain looking, right? And it's like you know, other things are sort of very attractive about her. So Haita uh, then may peak Esther, take out Esther, Umayil Vashti. Put in Vashti in her place. She, she was beautiful too. Wait, what, what does it mean Esther was green? Yeah. That olive green. It means she was greenish. It means that she had like this like sickly kind of complexion. Esther? That's my opinion, yeah. Wait, where does the question mark go in this? Question mark? There's no question mark. Uh, oh. According to the one who says. Oh, no, someone, okay. Yeah. My Jesus is Rachel instead of Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. Did I say Rachel? Yeah. 
I misspoke. I meant to say Rachav. My Gersa also says Rachav. I said Rachav and Avigail. You're right. Sarah, Rachav, Avigail, and Esther. And maybe instead of Esther, uh, Bashti. I apologize. Rachav was the harlot from, from uh, Yehoshua. And Avigail is when they had that interaction with David HaMelech. And her husband one Naval, she didn't defend her husband Naval. Oh, that was yesterday, right? Yeah. That was yesterday. Was like the thigh. Showed her thigh, and he's like, listen to me. Review the yesterday, you'll remember how Rachav is. You'll remember Abigail is. Tanur Banan. Rachav Bishma Zinta. Rachav was Mizana, like she she got involved in, meaning Rashi says, Bishma Zinta, what it means is, Hamazkir et Shema Nigrar Achar Ta'avad Zanut. If you just mention Rachav's name, that gets you very worked up sexually. And that's what Rachav is like the name Rachav, okay? Uh, that's that one. Yael Bikola. It comes to Yael, it's her voice. It's her voice. Yael was Eshet uh, Chaber it's from this past week's Haftarah. Uh, no, but no, we just uh, but we're mentioning these different things. Avigail bezechirata, Avigail by make um, a means by mentioning her. Let's just one second. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see what it says. Anybody have it there? One second. Yeah, by rem- yeah, by memory, like if you think about Abigail, it's by Abigail thinking about her. And Michal bat Shaul b'riyata. Michal, the daughter of Shaul, by seeing her. Now, this is interesting that you're right, that, that we're not mentioning Michal on this subject of the most beautiful women. Again, maybe there's a difference in beauty and having sexual thoughts because you see her. Amr Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak goes on to say, Kol ha'omer rachav, rachav miyad nikre. This is a very uh, interesting statement. He said, anybody who says rachav's name twice immediately will have a seminal omission. Interesting. Just like, the two from the that mentioned this point, Yes. I have nothing to say about that. Amr lehi Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says, Ana amin rachav, rachav lo ichbali. I said rachav, that may happen to me. I don't care. Amr Lai, he said back to him, Ki Ka'amina, when I said, when I was saying is, Biyoda Uvamakira, someone who knows her and recognizes her. So then, if you've had the experience of Rachav, then if you mention her name, that would happen. I'm not sure what else to say about that. The, the Megillah continues that Mordechai knew all that was happening, and it goes on to say that he, uh, he cried, right? Uh, he went and cried, uh, cried out. So my Amar, what was Mordechai saying when he was crying out after hearing about this terrible decree? Rav Amar, Rav, so what he said was, Gava Haman me'achashverosh. Rav says he cried out like, Oh man, Haman has been high, become higher than achashverosh. Okay, so it's like that was he's very upset um, here. Ushmul Amar, Gavar Malka ila'a mi Malka tata. That the this is a euphemistic. It means the opposite. It literally means the upper kingdom has is greater is like uh, overpowering the lower kingdom. But it really means the opposite. That the lower I mean, so to speak, that the lower kingdom, I mean the will of Ahasuerus, is overcoming the will of Hashem Himself. So that's what he's like crying out about. Like, how could this happen? How could Hashem allow this to happen? That's what he's upset. And then it says that Esther, the queen, was very distressed. So Gemara asks, my vatit chalchal, that language is a little strange language. So we're going to say that it has to do with the word chalal. Tit chalchal, the word chalal, which means cavity, not like in your teeth. Amarav shepirsa nida. So Rav says there, there was a physical response that she became uh, a, a nida, which like, the blood comes from like the inner body cavity, I guess in the womb. 
So that was the response. Rabbi says she needed uh, to move her bowels, and that's also a cavity. So it means that there was a physical uh, response by Esther when she heard the news. Okay, then it says, Vatikra Esther Lahatach. Esther called Hatach. That was like her, uh, like, servant, right, to help her with the thing, right? So, Amarav Hatach Zed Daniel. So, more on this theme, you guys like it. Hatach uh, is actually Daniel. So, why was he called Hatach? They cut him down from his greatness, right? Daniel had this very high position in the kingdom, and then they cut him down, and now he was in charge of, like, taking care of the woman. Okay, so Hatach, Hatach. Sounds the same. Ushmul Amar, it makes even more sense if you pronounce the chet properly, right? So hatach and hatach, it's really similar. Ushmul Amar shekol divrei malchut nichtachin alpiv. So Ishmael has a different interpretation that now that they cut him down, but all the all the words of the king, meaning all the the uh, the, the declarations, like are nichtach, they get cut through him, like everything goes through him. So that's giving him more. Actually, it looks to them as having more uh, authority. Okay. Ladat So you want to find out what's this, what's with this and what's with that, like need to find more information. Rabbi Yitzhak Shalchalo. So Rabbi Yitzhak says she sent to Mordechai, right? Ladat So what's the message she sent? Shema Avru Yisrael Maybe Bnei Israel violated the five books of the Torah. Maybe that's why this is happening. Why would that be related to that line? Yichtib, as the pasuk says in Shmod, Yichtib um, says about the Torah, specifically about the Asar Tadibrot, Mizeh Umizeh Heim Tuvim. They're written from this side and from that side. So Mazeh Umazeh, Mizeh Umizeh. That's the similarity. That's a go from Esther. And it's like the word, so maybe Mazev and Mazez. And why is this happening? Implying maybe it's because of the violation of the Torah. Okay, then the Pasuk says, They told Mordechai the words of Esther. It says, says, But he did not go to him. One second. Um, It means he hatach, I think, didn't go. It says that they told they told Mordechai what Esther said, but he, I think it means Hatach, didn't himself go. Why? So from here we learn that you don't want to, it's not a good idea to uh, um, like give news that is uh, uh, like bad news. Kalkala, like a curse, but it means like uh, bad news. Okay, one second. Okay. Um, Sorry. Uh, yeah, so he tells she tells him, she tells Mordechai, go gather together all the Jews. Ad Asher Vagomer, Ad Asher Lokadat. So she said, I'm now gonna come to the king, Asher Lokadat, which is not in in uh, uh, which is not in um, accordance with the practice, the proper you know common practice. So what's my Shalokadat? So Amra Biaba Shalokadat Haya or Haita. It was not in, in accordance with the law. How so? And the Gemara is giving a, a, more of a halachic uh, spin on it. Until now, every day, uh, she was with him She was with Achrosh sexually, but only Ba'ones. Right? She, was, she wasn't uh, a willing partner. But now she's going to do it willingly. Right, that's the idea, right? right? There's this undercurrent, right? If you if you read the story, so if you just read the story innocently, you say, oh, she went to go talk to the king. What's the big deal? So the implication that Chazal are telling us is obviously if she goes to the king, you're not just asking the king a favor. She's going to be, you know, involved with him sexually, and that's how he's gonna, she's going to get the favor out of him. Okay, so that's Biratzon. And if I'm lost, I'm lost. 
which means, Kasher Avad Mibet Abba Kach Oved Mimcha. So the idea is here, just as I am lost from my own father's house, when my parents died, so too I will be lost from you, meaning that, according to, the, according to the Gemara that says that she was married to Mordechai, so if she had been raped by Achashverosh repeatedly, so that does not prevent her from remaining married to her husband Mordechai. But now that she's going to go willingly, so when you're, a woman is willingly with another man, she becomes prohibited to her husband, and that's what she's saying. If this is what it takes, this is what it takes. So she's willing to give up on that relationship for the sake of the, t- uh, the possibility of saving Klai Yisrael. Okay, moving along. By Avor Mordechai, says Mordechai, like, passed around. So I guess there's an implication that by Yavor is that he did something wrong, like an Avera. So Rav says what he did was he passed the first day of Pesach in fasting. You're not allowed to fast on a holiday. He did it anyways because of the severity of the situation. Ushmuel Amar Shmuel had a different interpretation, not Avera. To Avar Arakuma Demaya, that he passed over a river of water, okay, to gather people from all Places. I mean, that shows a certain amount of desperation. He was gathering people from all over the place, even if they meant crossing the river, which is certainly not a simple thing. Okay. This is the exact same Gemara we had actually yesterday. I don't know why it's repeated on this. I guess I think we read it in passing yesterday. Now it's uh, in the sequencing of the actual Megillah. Um, uh, I guess that's why it is. So on the third day, Esther wore royalty. Big day machut may violation and say royalty is a clothing of royalty. You don't wear royalty, you wear clothing of royalty. Amr Rabbi Lazar, Amr Rabbi Chanina, Melamei Shalav Shetav Ruach Hakodesh. It teaches us that she was in, like cloaked in the spirit of uh, the Holy Spirit. Tiv Hacha Batibash says here Batibash. Tiv Hatam Veruach Lavsha Et Amasai. The spirit clothed Amasai. So you see that she was. Uh, that's what we saw. She was in the Viyah yesterday. This is uh, how the books find the pasuk here also. Okay. They stated as follows. Again, now this is just, again, because we have Rabbi Lazar and then Rabbi Hanina, so we'll have this next quote in his name as well. Don't let the blessing of a common person be light in your eyes. Because there are two great people who were blessed by um, commoners, but it came true. It's David and Daniel. They were the great ones who were blessed. David debarche Arona. So David was blessed by a man named Arona. Dichti bayoma Arona el Hamelach, etc. etc. Begomer. Okay. Um, so he was blessed also, like positively, that he should uh, be successful. And he was. And Daniel debarche Yabesh. And Daniel Daryabesh, Darius the king. So we would say Darius probably is a big deal. From a religious perspective, maybe a spiritual perspective, maybe not such a big deal. Tichtiv alahach di alach le betadira hu yeshiz vinach. That the God that you bow down to, betadira means like always, hu yeshiz vinach, he shall save you. Okay? So it works for both of them. And one more statement, also the same people. Don't let the curse of a commoner be light in your eyes. Shari Avimelech Kilel at Sarah, because Avimelech cursed Sarah, and he said, Hinehu Lach Kesut Enaim, this will be to you a, like, covering of the eyes. Vinit Kayim Bezara, and that came true with her children, or her child. Vahi Kizakein Yitzrak, Vatichana Enav, that when Yitzrak got old, his eyes became, like, uh, dimmed, and he became blind. Furthermore, the Amr Rabbi Lazar, Amr Rabbi Chanina, okay, same. Bo'or Eisha Loki Midat HaKadosh Baruch Hu Midat Basar Vadam. Okay, this is a good, I think we've seen this a few times, but it's a good uh, turn of phrase to know. No, come and see how God's qualities are not like man's qualities. When it comes to a person, first a person puts a pot like on the fire, and then he puts in the water. 
Okay, אבל הקדוש ברוך הוא נותן מים ואחר כך שפט הקטירה. But first Hashem puts the water and then he brings the pot over. So that's sort of like this weird reality. How can you put the pot over if you, don't the, if you don't have the pot? I mean, how can you put the water there if you don't have the pot? So it says, L'kayim Hashem Neymar, this fulfills the passage where it says, L'kol tito hamon mayim bishamayim. That, uh, how does it say that? He, that God placed uh, water in the shamayim. And I guess it means that before uh, there was a, con- a place to contain the water, there was just water everywhere. And then Hashem's like, oh yeah, so the water will go over here, and this will go over there. But there was nothing containing the water at the beginning. Okay? So that's the idea there. Um, furthermore, anybody who says anything in the name of who said it brings redemption to the world. It says that Esther said to the king right, about Big Tan and Teresh in the name of Mordechai. The key point in terms of moving the story of the Megillah forward is that she uh, reported in the name of Mordechai. If she had never reported in the name of Mordechai, you never would have had Mordechai called in and ridden around the horse and that whole business. So that was a very, very important detail of the story, although it seemed very minor at the time. Furthermore, V'amr Abelazar, Amr B'chanina, Tzadik Aved Lidoro Aved. Uh, or avad. Uh, if a tzaddik is lost, he's lost to his generation. What this means to say is that tzaddik is good. Okay, the tzaddik is the way he is. He's fine on his own. But if he's lost, don't get worried about the tzaddik. He's okay. I Meaning his future is, is, you know, even if he dies, he's going to be just fine. He'll be with God. Everything's going to be super cool. But for the generation, it's a big loss. Mashal adam shavdalu margalit. It's an interesting uh, mashal here. It's a mashal for a person to lose who loses a pearl. Koma kom shehi margalit. Uh, Wherever it is, it's called a pearl, meaning you maybe lost the pearl and you're distressed over the loss of the pearl because you lost something very precious. But the pearl is the pearl is the pearl, right? So if you made a little like Pixar movie about the pearl, so she would be totally fine. She's still the pearl. She's still who, he is, who she is, and that's fine. It's just that the person who lost her doesn't have it. Um, so again, she's only lost to her master, to her owner. Okay, finally, we'll say, This is Haman speaking, that um, when he uh, walks around, um, you know, Mordechai around, and he goes home, and he's complaining to his family, saying, you know, like, uh, excuse me, that's not what it was. It's when um, he was uh, invited to the first Mishteh uh, with, uh, with Achashverosh and Esther, and he's super excited, but he walks past Mordechai, and Mordechai doesn't bow down to him, and they just drive him crazy, so he complains to his family. When he saw Haman, when Haman saw Mordechai sitting in the uh, gate of the, of the palace, he says, this isn't worth it to me. What does that mean? Kid of Rav Chista. And according to the opinion of Rav Chista, the Amr Rav Chista, we'll see more about this, Rav Chista says, that one came from a position of wealth, Prusbuli, okay, and that is in reference to Mordechai, and this one came from Prusbuli, and from a position of poverty. And we'll see how that uh, plays out Tomorrow, shkoch everybody.